Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 25. Quarter of a century. Had quarter of, yep, almost at half a hundred. <laughs> a quarter. One fourth that. of 100. Crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy that we're here. Here we are. We say that every week. You know that, right? <laughs> I feel like we've been saying that. I was actually Since going episode through. episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I was, go, I was going through uh, older episodes yesterday, trying to find some stuff to edit with. I think it was all the way back like 12 or 13. We were and saying it. Episode 13, we're like, crazy that we're here. <laughs> that tells you that we are not confident at all in our to do this. But hey, we really are here. Yes. And I'm not going to say it again, but we're excited. Episode 25, it's a big deal. We've really had a is. huge party here. to. That's not true. We haven't. Uh, but that'd be neat if we did. We should. But hey, I'll tell you what. We do have some questions mm-hmm. that are pretty... Uh, pretty... Pretty real, honestly. Yeah, that's the way and so I that's it, ex- that's yeah. exciting for episode twenty-five. I think that's kind of interesting. If you are a well, what is real talk? I should start there. Real talk is an opportunity for us to have real talk and discuss real life issues, um, faith, God, the Bible, Jesus, all of that. And how does that really um, come together in our actual day-to-day lives? So mm-hmm. We don't promise to have all the answers, but we do promise to do our best to have a real discussion with you, and hopefully, if nothing else. Uh, point you to the Bible and to get the truth because that's where it's yeah, at. Amen. That's the truth. So, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. And I was saying something before that, but I don't remember. Uh, so this is unscripted. So we're just going to keep going. Yep. Oh, now remember, if you are a regular watcher of our web series, we consider this the web series. Yes. And Real Talk Live is sort of its own thing. That's right. So Real Talk web series, if you're a fan of that, would you do us a favor and share this? We have so many people, amazing people that share our Mm-hmm. Are live. Yes. I mean, we, we're talking 20 to 25 per yeah, week. Yeah, 20 to 25 shares. So if we, you know, the more shares that you get out there, and we don't want you guys, I mean, we understand you don't want to do that all the time or whatnot, but mm-hmm. if, you, if you're very passionate about what we do, you know, and I see you guys share other people's sermons and all that kind of thing, would you share this? Because you never know who it's going to impact. That's right. Um, and it's going to help get the message out there. So do us a favor and do that. If you are watching the first time or maybe the eighth time for all we know and haven't liked our page yet, would you go to the... Facebook page above and like that. Yes. And hit follow and I think see first. That's right. And then it'll pop up on your feed and we can, uh, you know, we can encourage you. You get updates, etc. Right. You can stay up to date with the remnant. Absolutely. Up above, you're going to see a link. Should be in this video right now. Here I am looking at it. www.theremnant.live/real-talk. It, that link is constantly active, 24/7. You hit it. Uh, it'll come up a form fillable box. Ask your question. Hit submit. Boom. It goes anonymously into a database and we use those. That's right. Um, for our discussion. So Here we're up are. to probably, I, I think, 700. Did we hit 700? I mean, look. I'll look. You guys mind? That's I'll crazy. Because I'm at the bottom, so we'll look right now. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so we're just really excited to be here. We do not take that for granted that we, really don't. we get the I mean, opportunity to have these conversations with you. And we usually start out by just kind of saying, hey man, how's your week been? I've been wrestling with um, this idea. <laughs> uh, man. Of what it means to truly just—it's funny that I'm, I'm a part of a web series called Real Talk. Um, Real quick, sorry, no, seven hundred exactly. Wow, weird. Nice. Hey, there you go, seven hundred questions. Club. Yeah, awesome. I, almost, I thought you said club too for a no, second. I was like, that's incredible. That's a reference to a show, though. Well Is played. It? There's something you never heard Is it of Bernie seven, Mac, actually. No, it's a Christian some kind of TV series called Seven Hundred Club. You've never heard of this? No. Wow, that's just a wild reference. It there. is. That's insane. Mm. All right. So it's interesting for me to be a part of a web series called Real Talk. And the reason why is because 
I feel like there's a lot of times where I can just get, I get caught up in just day-to-day that um, I don't make that day-to-day meaningful or uh, fruitful. So when it comes to being real, I feel like you know, I can come record these with you, you know, but then walk out of it sometimes, you know, not changed by it. Kind of like how, you know, we always say, you know, at church on Sundays, you know, if you walk out of here the same, it's because you're choosing to. So I just, I think lately I felt a little more convicted than usual with, you know, just opening up more and having a, you know, I guess, for lack of a better term, more open line of communication with people, uh, especially even when it's closer to me. I know I, it's so easy to just get caught up in, you know, how you doing? I'm good. And then you just keep moving on, you know, even mm, if that's not the that's case. Good. And it's funny because you even caught me yesterday. Um, we were out to eat. And you were like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, nothing, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, you actually got a little irritated at it. Yeah, exactly. Saying. Yeah, and I was like, man, why am I like that? So uh, just feeling convicted because it's like, you know, people can see that. And, and if they can see that, then obviously, like, you know, you haven't been, you know, doing your part in being a brother or a sister and, you know, you know, putting those burdens in other people because we're called to carry them anyway, you know, or just whatever. So... Yeah, I've just been feeling extra convicted to just be more real. You know, I know for me, like, I guess I'll be a little transparent, you know, in front of everybody, is, you know, just, I I may come off as, as a person who, and I could be wrong, but no one, n- most people don't tend to question me in this kind of area in life, which is like, AJ just kind of seems like a, you know, put-together kid who, you know, oh, he just kind of, you know, does his thing and he seems confident, and it's the complete opposite. I'm, like, freaking out half the time. I'm very anxious. Um... Even the stuff like finances, like I suck at budgeting. I'm not. A, I'm not good with money, um, and that can lead to being in tough spots, you know. And I'll, you know, and I'll be honest. Like I've found myself with some challenges in front of me, you know. So for me, it's just trying to, I guess, break that, break through that wall of you know being prideful or being fearful, you know, of asking people for help or you know even just talking about it to relieve some of that inner mm. you know stress. Like so. That's what's been going on in my mind. Um, just trying to get better, man. Like, you know, it goes back to what we've been saying throughout the entire, all 25 of these episodes. And if, if, you know, is this real? And if it's real, how well am I living it out to be real? So, hmm. in this area of my life, I haven't been, I don't think. So, I just want to get better at that. Yeah, man, that's, um, that is very real of you. I think one of the things that's cool to encourage you is, you know, when I look at some of this stuff, I see a guy that sort of, in the last year, has just finally sort of made some real decisions about direction right now. And hmm. and because of that, it can seem like you've messed up a lot when the truth is that was your past. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a direction. And yeah, you got to clean up some stuff, you know, and you got to get some stuff in order. But it's just because you know where you're going now. Um, hmm. So be encouraged, man. And uh, I think what was really interesting and cool that you said was the idea of just sharing... A lot of times people will say, well, I'm not a talker. I hear this mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, man. I think, certainly I think there are people that are not um, naturally talkers. But when I see in Scripture, you know, you got to share that stuff with each other and, and have people to help carry those burdens. So it's cool to hear you say that because sometimes mm-hmm. it does help just to say it. You're right. And, like, it's funny because I can also get, you know, wanting to be, you know, in ministry and leadership. You know, I've, I've mentioned that before. You know, we can tend to look and try to observe others, you know. So, oh, you know, so-and-so, 
you know, they seem to have trouble opening up, but then it's like, well, turn around and look at yourself in the mirror, yeah. man. Like, like you haven't been talking to people, so it's like yeah. just very convicting because it's like, man, sometimes you just need to step, take a step back for a minute and just, you know, assess yourself before you keep moving on with trying to, you know, love others sometimes. And it's weird, man. Jesus said that, right? Yeah. He said, take the plank out of your own eye. Yep. Or you remove the speck from someone else. So mm-hmm. I think that's the point of it. The point's not to not do that to other people. Just make sure that you're taking care of you know yourself and like you said looking in the mirror that's really good yeah yeah i mean i think that a lot of people can relate to that money's a weird thing Um, agreed lately just to kind of piggyback off that and i wasn't gonna i wouldn't say it was a big deal but money for me those that know me you know this i don't really i don't worry about it too much Mm -hmm. as long as i take i take care of my business i'm pretty good with money um probably because i don't (laughs) by the other side i'm like paranoid so i but last month or so, mm-hmm. you know, just I've had some of that not anxiety, but some of that stuff come back, which we all get. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to think about that, you know, when you actually think about money and needs and how that fits in our faith. We talked about this last night with some people, just the idea of, man, how little faith do we have sometimes when we panic about money, for instance, yeah. you know. Um, and then you think about people in other countries that are don't know if they're going to eat tomorrow. And... I don't know. It's just one of those things. Yeah. It's cool, though, man. I think a lot of people will relate to that. Hmm. So, how about you? <laughs> How's your week been? <laughs> Still pondering for you? A little bit, yeah. I was kind of like... Um, I feel like most of the weeks have been, I wouldn't say negative, but I'm just mm-hmm. in that same place, man, trying to figure stuff out. And, yeah. Uh, had a little bit of moment. I think I share this a lot to encourage people. It doesn't matter where you're at, especially for how long you've been doing this or what position you have. You know, you can shame's a funny thing, rears its head and mm. makes you think about the past and yeah. you know, things you do wrong. Or sometimes even you know the past is what you did yesterday. I'm one of those guys that I'll do something and I'm like, gosh, and I just I have really high standards for myself. And that sounds like older now, but it's also almost. It's unrealistic sometimes, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of um, grace, and then I wonder if that affects my view of God's grace towards me and stuff. Hmm. So, yeah, I just, I wrestled a little bit with that the last couple of days, but overall, um, things have been okay. I've been working on being more intentional with my words. Anyone that knows me, I'm a talker, um, and I've just tried to not as much not necessarily because anyone's even complained but just to try it differently it's interesting what you, how you see the world mm. and also how much pressure I think I sometimes put on myself to carry everyone's conversations or carry everyone's sure. stuff yeah and I've kind of stopped doing that the last really probably two weeks has, a, has it helped you definitely but also I think and I'm not saying I'm going to stay here mm-hmm. but it's also going well maybe that's serving too like is it wrong that I that sometimes I'm the guy who tries to make everyone else comfortable and connect. That's kind of a cool um, blessing to be in that position, to be the guy who kind of connects all the people in a, in a group. Absolutely. Um, so I may go back to that, but yeah, it's definitely less stressful. And then no wonder like why charge too, in a way. Yeah, and it doesn't, and it, it makes sense why people don't ever want to do that. Like it's so much easier if I'm honest. Like, and I'm not judging anyone that does this, but for right. me, I'm like, I know it would be wrong in. It's selfish of me to, for me, 
I think it would be selfish to be quiet all the time because then, honestly, I'm just doing it because it's easier for me. I'm not looking to love people. I'm not looking to ask questions like that. Mm-hmm. Like I did to you last night where, like, I'm the type of guy, if I see you, I'm like, what's wrong, man? Yep. You know? But there were times I didn't, and I was like, oh, this feels wrong a little bit. Yeah. Am I really loving people? I think that's just, that's so good because I think that's just the, the responsibility of, you know, leadership in a way is, you know, like we're called to, to love each other, man. And what is that? Like, that means, like, you know, Sometimes that love means, you know, not allowing somebody to be in that comfort of their own sorrow or whatever they may be, you know, mm-hmm. so asking somebody questions, you know, like, it's tough. Like, it's uncomfortable, because I know, like, that's something we also discussed recently, you know, especially with me, is, you know, trying to um, step out of my box of comfort to have those tough conversations, the ones I don't want to have to ask those questions I don't want to ask because I know it's going to lead to a conversation I don't want to have because mm. it's uncomfortable. Or you, you know? just don't want to put the emotional energy in it sometimes. Sure, yeah. Sometimes you can feel drained, but that's not, it's not about you. Yeah. You know, and that's... Yeah. On a more... Yeah, exactly. On another positive note, we just had our baptism service, so that was really cool mm. to like reflect yeah, on. Yeah, it's such whenever, a good day. Whenever I have those, people are always like, you seem sad. And I know, I guess I am a little, but it's more that bittersweet of like, I was telling a guy who asked, I said, man, I feel two things. One is it puts me in this place. Or no, someone after the baptism messaged me, which is really cool because they were loving me. It's like, you heard, man, you seem like you had something on your mind. I said, I feel like it puts me in two places. One is I'm in this weird state of awe of like, what? What is this? What is this? How did this happen? I'm like, I'm so thankful to be a part of it. And it really makes God real. I hate using that word all the time, but just so... I don't know. Sometimes when you're in the midst of stuff, you don't see where you're at. Yep. Because you you're always looking ahead. That's right. So that's kind of a time to reflect for me to go. I remember the first year. I remember mm-hmm. this. Or, uh, and the other one is so. That, but overall, it's just this really cool. It's a time of celebration. Yeah. And one other thing to share because I think this is cool to share. So I was talking to a guy from our church, the son of one of our ladies, and he's a special needs guy. I'd say he's like 15. Yeah. And I think I told you this, but it was so cool. We were like in the pool, and he was like fighting me. He even asked me to get in the pool all day. Like, we were wrestling, not actually fighting. <laughs> he kept telling me to throw him. I just love him. One of my favorite one of my favorite guys, kids at the church. And uh, he was saying something. I don't know how I got onto it. And I said, well, how do you love people? Well, you love them like Jesus, is what he said. Or something like that. And I said, okay, well, what does it mean to love someone like Jesus? We were just having this talk. And he said, it means being nice to people. And I was like, that's really cool, man. And then he goes, wait a minute. He goes, some, he wait, pause. He goes, it means being nice to people even when they're not nice to you. <sighs> So and I, cool. yeah, man, like I just went. That's it. Those like, are the moments. That's it, right? Like he's he knows Jesus. Like he knows that's it. We complicate things, and you know that's love. So that was a pretty cool. A little moment I had, a little Kairos moment of yeah. of like faith, like a child, man. Like that's what it is to love. Mm. You know, love others as yourself. What does that mean? Be nice to them, even when they're not nice to you. And I just told, I was like, man, he preached to me. You know what I mean? So that was pretty cool. Cool little moment we had. That's awesome. Anyway, that's all I'm doing. That's good, man. Good stuff today. Yeah. Love it. Hey, we got a lot of questions. We may not get through all yeah. these. If not, we will move on. Uh, we will save these for the live sure. this coming week. All right, who wants to start this week? I'll start. Okay. What does, this is a broad question, what does a true believer look like? What do they do and say? Um, what does a true believer look like? Um... The first time you ever mentioned somebody smelling like Jesus, that I didn't understand it, but now I do. It's something that I can't necessarily explain, but if this person's asking what do they 
physically look like. Obviously, they don't. There's no boundaries on that. They can be him, me, can be you know whoever they, they can look whoever they want. But um, I feel like there's just this peace in them. Mm. Uh, you can just sense it. It's it's different. Um, they're loving. They're kind. They they take time. Uh, out of their, you know, out of their day to just do things, just to do them, you know. Um, it's funny, we live in an age, man, where people tend to look down on people for doing nice things because they decide to put a camera on it. But like, hmm. <laughs> like when you see people who do these, just these, you know, nice little deeds here and there, man, like that, that's just loving people. And like, that's to me, like that's what it looks like to be a believer, man. Like, you know, we just take time, you know. Yeah, I agree. What does a true believer look like? It looks like Jesus. And, uh, you know, if you don't know what that looks like, I, I really do mean this. Not, it's not go read the Gospel of John or any of them. See who he is. It's a person who's made their life not about them. Mm-hmm. Whose life is characterized by love. And, um, you know, they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they use their imperfections to be even more thankful to Jesus and point people to Jesus. So instead of saying this is, take it out of this, say, yeah, thank God for Jesus because... You know, who, who, what he's done for me. And everything about their life is just, it's not about them. It's about, I always come back to this. It's about loving God and about loving other people. And when they love God, you're going to see them do the things, or strive to do the things he's told them to do and, and fight with everything they can to not do the things he doesn't want them to do. And when they slip up, they always want to go back to him. They don't quit. Mm. And that's something too, you know, the Bible talks over and over, you know, per, persevere, keep going. It's hard. Keep running the race. And... That's because it's tough, and a true believer keeps doing that, and they pick themselves back up. And what do they do and say? They speak love. That's really that's what it, that's what it is. You know, that's the way I view it. So, and they believe in Jesus Christ and confess Him. There are a lot of people in the world that love well, mm-hmm. but uh, love in and for itself is not the point. We love because it points people to Jesus, and because God is love. The Bible says, Amen. God is love. So, I don't know. It's just my thoughts. Good that's question. Good. Absolutely. And forgiving. Ooh, they are forgiving yes. and seek seek restoration for broken people. They don't condemn them. That's that's the truth. Next question is, who is your favorite woman in the Bible? Hmm. Favorite woman in the Bible. There we go. Uh, easy one. Just because I did my first like sermon in seminary, I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had to write one out. Uh, Esther's pretty cool. If you go read the book of Esther. Um, I think... It sounds, because she does get a lot of credit, but Mary, mm-hmm. and Jesus' mother, yeah. pretty crazy. You think about it. Go and read that story. and She just, you knew, can you, I mean, people looked at her like she was a loose woman or like a woman of low character, right? I mean, they knew she had, they thought she got pregnant out of wedlock. That's what people would have thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just kept walking it out. That's pretty cool. For me, it's uh, Hannah. Um, first, because uh, she was the mother to Samuel. Um, I just love her faith, man. Like, she'd been wanting a child and just wasn't happening. And uh, it was so interesting because I, re- I remember reading it and for her to just be like, "Listen, I just even when I have this child, I just I just want to give it to to God." You know, and, and it's so interesting because it makes me think of all these times in my life where I go, I just want this, 
you know, and I'll, and I'll and I'll do it for you know for you, God. And then as soon as it's there, I'm like, oh, oh, oh I run off with it, you know. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. oh, forget about God, you know. But she was like, she stuck with that. Like she's like, she's like, give me this child, and uh, this child's life will be dedicated to you. And she did it. Sent him away as soon as he was possible. Boom. Like 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 old enough to do it. She, he was gone, doing the Lord God's work. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Such a cool story. So. I also want to add this one, even though it doesn't a specific person, but I think the Proverbs 31 woman, like the woman who describes it, gets kind of a negative connotation. They're like, she's weak, or, you know, because we're in feminism. Dude, I just think that picture of this woman is so cool. Of like, she's not weak at all. She's strong and like chooses to love and chooses to take care of her family and respects her husband and wants to be an honor to him regardless of, it doesn't say anything about his, you know respectability just a cool picture it's like it literally inspires me and makes me want to be the type of man that would make that type of woman proud if that makes sense so absolutely pretty cool that's good all right here we go if you have been baptized i assume that mean water baptized too. okay uh but do not love others and then parentheses lack empathy for those in need or indifferent or disdainful towards those who are different from you are you truly a believer um so being baptized is uh, it's an outward declaration of of you you know claiming to be you know I'm all about Jesus I want to be like Jesus um, it doesn't save you um, as far as being a believer no being baptized I don't in my opinion doesn't make you a believer yeah um, so uh, just because someone's been baptized doesn't mean uh, that that their faith is is true. Um, which is interesting, also because I know I know of people who've been baptized more than one time, which is fine. Um, yeah, sort of as a sign of recommitment or ex- something. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Um, so no, man, I don't think I don't think baptism, you know, being baptized defines your faith, whether that be true or not true. Like if you're a believer or not a believer. But yeah. um, it sounds like this person, you know, if they're lacking, you know, empathy for others or just you know struggling to love others, you know, that's. To me, you know, that doesn't sound like a believer, but it could also just be someone who just, man, like they're just immature in their faith, you know. Preach. And yeah. we don't know their heart, so. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, this, you got to unpack this. I think you did a good job. The baptized part really has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I assume maybe this is from someone that was at our baptism service, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. Possible. But, but being water baptized really doesn't have anything to do with it other than it is. I will say this if you're doing that and then not living or choosing to love like Jesus, that does reflect. On Christ, but sure. that's anything we do. Yeah. Um, do not love others. So, are you truly a believer? If it, let's unpack this. I like what you said. Is it possible for a believer to struggle to have empathy? Of course. Mm-hmm. People that struggle with, you know, they may hate that part of themselves. I know that at times I can be impatient, and I don't like that. And I'm working towards it. Doesn't mean I don't love Jesus, even though it says in the Bible, you Amen. know, love is patient, love is kind. And, um, but if someone, yes, if someone literally has zero love for other people and doesn't want to do it, which those people are out there. Mm-hmm. Claims to be a Christian. I, you know, I've always said that lack any lack of love or desire to love other people is a big warning sign to me. Agreed. Especially when again, simplify it. Comes down to two things. So, lack empathy for those in need or indifferent, um, and that's such a subject subjective thing. So be careful not to judge them in a way. You know, mm-hmm. I would encourage you whoever's asking this question, go talk to them. Absolutely. Say, hey, you know. Let's say you are a Christian. You go to this person and say, "Hey, I, you know, you're, you're saying you're with Christ, but I don't see that in your life. I don't see you loving other people. I, you know, this this incident happened, and you didn't have any desire to help. Mm-hmm. If you're not a Christian, go up to them and ask them and say, "Hey, you tell me that you love Jesus and you love people. That's what this Christianity is about. Well, 
why aren't you doing that? You know, mm. and give them an opportunity to have that discussion with you. Sure. Maybe maybe you'll be surprised, or maybe they, it will convict them. Yeah, absolutely. So either way, I, I think that's that's great. Way I love it. it. All right. All right. If someone says they are a Christian and they refuse to uh, take communion when it's offered, what does that say about them or their heart? Uh, this is another thing. I actually kind of respect this. Um, the Bible says, well, one, if you're not a believer, do not take communion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in fact, the scripture also says, paraphrasing, but making sure your heart's right, that you know there aren't um, things that... You know that you're you're sold out right now that you're following him. Um, if I see a believer not take communion, and they're close to me, I'm going to ask them why. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to ask them. If they aren't, I'm going to trust the Holy Spirit's working on them in some way, and they're dealing with something they need to repent of or something like that. Um, but if I'm going to ask them why, so I, it's hard to answer that question. Um, what does it say about their heart? It probably says there's something going on in their heart. That they're yeah. they're concerned to take communion, um, but I certainly don't think it's something we should be. Communion is such a personal thing. Yeah. That yeah. Um, yes, we take it corporately as a church, but you know that's between you and God in that moment. And yes. um, so you know maybe they're searching their heart. Exactly. I think. I, but like, I definitely think you should talk to them about it and ask them why they're not. Maybe they need mm, to confess something. That's good. I like that. I like what you said there because, like you said, like it's not necessarily even a bad thing if they're not, mm-hmm. you know. Um, At least in the short term, they certainly should take communion. Oh yes. But maybe yes. that time, maybe they're they're trying to get something right, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. That's good. Or maybe they need to have a deeper understanding of it. Hmm. And, you know, it's hard. Those type of questions are great. I really appreciate you asking, but they're hard to answer without more details. Sometimes, mm-hmm. is this someone who always refuses to take communion? Well, then we've we've got an issue here. Right. Um, is it someone? Do you even know they're a believer? Do they even claim to be? If a non-believer doesn't take communion, I have nothing but respect for them because that tells me they have at least enough respect for the scriptures to say, "Nope, no, you take." In fact, you've heard me say this in our services: "Don't, please, don't take this mm-hmm. if you're not uh, a That's believer." That's right. You know, you shouldn't. It's a, it means something. That's right. It's very serious. Yeah. Um. Wait, it's, it's me, isn't it? Uh, yeah, because you asked the communion one. Right? Oh, yep, yep, you're right. Here, <laughs> this one's kind of sounds like more of a hopeless kind of thing, but are there are there any guys out there? that are not in a relationship with someone else and also don't want sex before marriage. Sounds like a, a young lady or a woman who's mm-hmm. like, man, probably feeling a little hopeless that, you know, the only people I want to be in a relationship with her are people in a relationship, you know, or they they want sex. And she mm-hmm. sounds like she doesn't want that. She wants a relationship that honors God. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Um, I think there's people, you know, there's there's men out there that are wanting to, uh, with lack of a better word, do things right. Um, they want to follow the process. Um, it's interesting. I think if you spend time looking, like, like, if you're if you're spending all your time looking, I feel like you're going to see more negative than positive. Hmm. But if you just be who you are, uh, live out of that, and uh, man, I, th- I, th- I feel like it just tends to just happen it's weird i can't explain it but yeah um to answer the question yes i do believe there is men out there who who would like to follow the process correctly i'm I'm, one of them yeah i I, I was gonna say i know i know men i know a lot of men that are uh i certainly want to you know i know a lot of men that are and Mm -hmm. um one of the things i tell people a lot is if you're having if over and over and over 
you're ending up with the wrong type of person. You need to start fishing in a different pond. Mm, that's good. But you're probably in the wrong pond. So, you know, if you want a, a man who seeks God, then quit looking. You need to start looking places where there are godly men. Mm-hmm. And stop looking places trying to make godly men. You see what I'm saying? And that, that happens a lot. A lot of times a woman says, he's cute. I'll make him godly. No, that's not how it works. Um, I know, if, you know, I'm not just, I know a lot of Christians, um, but even in our church, there's several men, single good men. Um, so yeah, they're out there and I know they're battling to do it the right way. Yeah, this yeah. guy's one of them. I know a lot of other people. So, um, you know. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not married. I'm striving for that myself. You know, we all. The other thing I'd say is, does that mean that men? This is a tough thing. I guess I want to be real. Men are yeah. going to struggle. People are going to battle. Yeah. Lust, for instance, and mm-hmm. you know, it's what that guy does with that. Does he honor you? Does he? Um, does he pray about it with you? Is he up front? Does he? You know, try to protect you guys from those kind of situations. And, mm. um, but overall, absolutely, there's guys out there like that. Change your pond. Go 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 fish in a different pond. Mm. Amen. Well, let's see. Next question we have is, how important is physical attraction in a relationship? If I like nearly everything about a person, but I'm not necessarily attracted to them, is it still okay to be with them? Or should physical attraction be a uh, low priority when it comes to choosing a partner? Well, I definitely don't think physical attraction should be the top priority because that's going to fade. The Bible says that. Beauty fades, mm. right? Character lives forever, stays. So, mm. um, you know, at what I counsel some of the people, the single people in our church is, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a list in your mind, but some of the list is already made for you. If you're a Christian, number one on the list, Christian. Yeah, believer. Serious uh, follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Strives to, to do the right thing, follow Jesus. Um, wants to be close to Jesus on their own, not to impress you. That's right. But because they want that for themselves. Mm. Um, and this is either way. However, I'm going to be honest. And then, and then underneath that, you know, there's other principles. Are they hardworking? Mm. Let's say your lady. Do, do you trust them that they can take care of themselves, take care of the family? We're not talking about maybe they're in a hard spot. Do they have a desire to that? Do you know mm. that? Um, are they kind? You know, to others, that's going to show them. That's going to show itself to you. Do they have? Then under that, I do think there's some things that make sense to look into. Sure. Um, do they have similar interests? Um, what are your views on church? Do they go to the church. Where are you guys at with that? Mm-hmm. But certainly, I do think physical attraction matters. Me too. Uh, absolutely. If you're not at all physically attracted to someone, then don't try to force that. Mm-hmm. If you're married to them. You're not talking about that. No, yeah. If yeah. you're married, you know, and that's what I'm going to say. Let me let me finish this. One interesting thing about the Christian, about the way God designed marriage, it's a choice anyway. It's a choice to love. Mm-hmm. You can choose to love someone, and nowhere in there does it say keep loving them, you know, unless they get ugly, or love them unless they become overweight, or love them unless they're not, you know, you find a better model or a newer model. Um, that's the beauty of choosing. God doesn't do that to us. He doesn't. Jesus doesn't turn us away when we fail him or we get dirty or we gain some weight or whatever else. Sure. So there's a beauty in that. Um, but, you know, as you're courting, whatever you want to call it, and beginning to date, you certainly want to find someone you're attracted to. Yes. Um, do I think a lot of times, we said this, I've noticed it in my own life when I meet people, someone's character can make them more attractive. Oh, absolutely. So I just said 100%. So should it be a low priority? It should be lower than the top priorities, yes. which is character, but it certainly matters. And um, don't feel bad that 
you may not want to date a certain person because you're not attracted to them. Hmm. Um, but I always say this. This is real talk. You're writing non-church talk. We've told some friends of ours. Make sure that if you're holding a standard for someone, like they got to look like this way, you better be meeting that standard yourself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I want someone that's really fit, and then you are sitting eating donuts Snickers every day. Bars. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Make sure you're doing the same thing because otherwise you're setting yourself up for trouble. Absolutely. I don't know. You gotta be, ramble, you gotta, no, it's good. you got to be realistic with yourself, you know. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I think I meant to not make you start out with this one. This is really real, so mm -hmm. I'll give you a preface now. This is a pretty raw question. Mm -hmm. If sexual stuff makes you uncomfortable, you may want to turn it off now, but I think it's a real question. And yes. again, we always try to say, if the church isn't answering these questions, they're going to get their answers somewhere else. Amen. So... Uh, the question is, if you're married, is it wrong to use toys, I assume they mean sexual, or do different positions in the bedroom, um, and then what about if it's rough, and it says like close to rape, which I thought was... Uh, mm -hmm. So, can I see this card real quick? Sure. Um, we don't want to get too, we're not certainly not going to get graphic or anything. No, no. Um, first part of that was the whole toys and different positions. No, I don't think that's wrong. Um... And, and again, about, they've, they've set this up by saying you're married. That's right, so exactly. So We're talking about sex within the, the way God defines marriage exactly. between a man and a woman. That's right. So you think about, like you said, what marriage is. So marriage is uh, between a man and a woman, and then you think about sex inside of marriage. Well, sex is designed for marriage between the, in the confines between a man and a woman. So when it comes to, in the Bible, the Bible is very interesting on the topic of sex because it talks about sexual immorality. Well, it mentions sexual immorality is anything outside of that. You know, adultery. It doesn't mention anything like this. Um, so if anything, it's given you a giant palette. And that's how I look at yeah. it. It's given you a palette to really experiment, do whatever, whatever you want to do, really. Um, when it comes, like you said, about uh, the rough stuff and close to rape, um, I mean, that's... That's a tough question because I, I could see this coming from both ways. I'm going to jump in, but I don't want sure. to have to deal with this on your own. So yeah. we, when we saw this question, we were like, okay, clearly this is going to be uncomfortable to talk about. Sure. But we were glad that someone felt willing to answer this. Absolutely. So there's really two ways to look at this last part real fast. Because mm -hmm. I'm right on. I want to back you up on that. If, yeah. Is it wrong? You know, as long as the, the couple – remember, what – what is the most important thing? Are you loving each other? That's right. Are you submitting each other? So if one partner is not comfortable with something – um, you wouldn't force that on them. Exactly. Because yes. that's not love. And honestly, I think that even that even relates to this last exactly. part. Exactly. You know, I think it needs to be consensual. I think both both parties need to be okay with what's happening. Yeah. Um, because that's love, right? Like exactly. you're not going to put yourself above them. Mm -hmm. um, but so kind of looking at it from a, a condemnation standpoint, you know, no. You know, you guys, I'm not getting into details, but overall, uh, in and of itself, like you said, we don't see anything prohibiting, you know, sexual, for lack of a better freedom, within the confines of marriage between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. As long as both partners are comfortable and want to do that. Exactly. Right? Uh, and mutual submission to each other. Now, the other side of it is if someone is using this, because I just thought of this. Mm -hmm. Let's say, Lord forbid, us such a situation. There's a husband doing some really... You know, rough things with his wife, yeah. and she doesn't like that, and he just says, forces her anyway, and that, mm -hmm. and so she's asking, and 
you know, a way of fear of like, is this okay? Am I, you know, she's being guilted into this. No, that's not loving. No, that is not okay. Um, and that's not okay. And that's, mm -hmm. that is the opposite of loving. In which case, if you're involved at church, I know that's uncomfortable. I would ask him or her, or could be her too, that you're not comfortable. If they continue to do that, that's wrong. And you need to yep. get someone else involved and mm -hmm. go talk to a friend or your pastor or whoever else and get them to go and have some accountability here. Um, but yeah, it, overall, when it comes to your sex life within a marriage, certainly sex is a gift from God. Yes. It, it, you don't, there needs to be, we need to get rid of the shame about sex within marriage. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, everything is done in love. Yes. So making sure that you guys are communicating, that you guys are both comfortable with that. And, you know, a lot of times what I've found is married couples aren't even comfortable talking about their sex life with each other, you mm -hmm. know, as we counsel people. So making sure that you have that kind of dialogue, that you can have those discussions. Not just springing something on your spouse, you know, in the moment that can make them uncomfortable. You think that answers that? I agree. Yeah. I Production crew, good. does that seem like an answer that okay? Good. Yeah, that well, you could tell we were really comfortable with that. Yeah, I thought we handled it pretty well. I thought we did yeah. good. Um, All right, man, that's it for here. Let's see. Is it possible for a husband to oh, let's see. lead? Lead. Okay, sorry about that. I'll start over. Is it possible for a husband to lead and love his wife well if he's in the word less than her? I know some spiritual disciplines uh, come more easily than others depending on the person. So is it possible for a husband to lead and love his wife well if he's in the word less than her? Yeah. I mean, because what if she... I, what, you don't want to measure amount of time in the word. What's important is if you're a guy out there, it's important that you're in the word. How can you spiritually lead your wife if you're not getting fed yourself? Hmm. So making sure. So if you're a guy asking that and you're like, man, my wife is just a voracious reader. I'm not. Well, are you a prayer? Maybe maybe that's your thing. Are you um, an excuse me, encourager? Are you a, you know, leading within the home is making sure that you're creating an environment in which the pursuit of God is important, mm -hmm. is number one, and that you're pushing and encouraging and loving your wife the way that Jesus did and also encouraging her to pursue Jesus and your family as well. So, hmm. um, yeah, I think it's possible. So, But if you're the wife, be careful you're not saying, well, he's not worthy to lead me because I read six hours a day and he reads an hour. Um, mm. That you're yeah. not approaching it the right way. Because remember, the roles, you ready for this? That spiritual headship role doesn't come with a qualifier. Mm. It doesn't say if he's doing everything right, he gets to be the leader. Oof. That's right, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, so... Certainly, if your husband's telling you to <laughs> worship a false god or anything right, like that, yeah. you wouldn't do that. I feel like we always have to say that in case someone takes it and runs off with it. That's true. Man. But um, in this case, we're going to take the question as it's as it's asked. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't know. That's. No, I think it went good. okay. What do you got? Production people, you think it was okay? Yeah, we're getting it okay. We get a thumbs up. Cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, we appreciate you guys so much. This was episode twenty-five. Twenty-five. Want to let them know about live this week. Yes, yeah, so uh, we're going to be going live this week, Thursday. Instead of 8.30, we'll be doing 9 p.m. this week because we have a special guest who uh, has to come on at a later time because of work. So, so that's August 9th at 9 p.m. That's right, so come join us. Wait, uh, no, August 8th. I don't know how to do it. Oh, you're right. 8th. 8th. I, I, I don't agree with I don't know dates. Yep, August <laughs> 8th at 9 p.m. Yes, uh, 9 p.m. Uh, invite your friends. Uh, come join us for some interaction. Um, I'm sure we'll have some, you know, some fun do some goofy things at the beginning like we usually do. Um, yeah, and I think it's okay yeah. to say this. Our guest this week would say he is not a Christian. He's not opposed yes. um, to Christianity, but he is not a Christian. So it's going to be kind of a different real talk for us. Yes, definitely and it's going to bring a different dynamic. Um, so It'll be interesting. It'll be it cool. Be. We like join. the guy. Oh, nice yeah. guy. Really nice guy. And fun guy. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy that. 
Anything else with uh, that? Hey, we're trying to break the record. We need 44 at one time. That's right. Yep. So, like I said, invite your guys' as, uh, yeah, invite your guys as friends. Yeah, make it a family affair. It's a fun time. It is. It's good stuff. Uh, other than that, like we said before, uh, we are The Remnant. We have a website, www.therenant.life. If you want to donate to our ministry, um, we would love to have you join us in partnership like that. It's all tax deductible, and we'll get you... You know, send that out to you. You can give at any time at www.therenant.life slash give. You can give from your phone one time or set it up as reoccurring. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, you saw the link at the top for Real Talk. Please make sure to hit like on this video. Yes. If you enjoy this, you're at the end, hit like. I know sometimes people take that for granted. Like, hey, I liked it. They got my view. Hit like. There's mm-hmm. a difference between 30 likes and 150, the way Facebook works. True. So, um, and share, share it. Yeah, share it with your friends. Hey, interact with us in the dialogue below. We love that. That's right. We do respond. We may not always respond in the comments directly, but whether it's a live episode or a, n- a new, the next week recording, a pre-recorded, we're going to answer you guys. Yeah, so. and sometimes we do do in the comments. So. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we hope you guys have a great day, and God bless you.